and good morning and welcome to the BSA Couple of Five Minute Morning Minor. It's Wednesday the 14th of September. Uh, it's chaos in the middle of London around Buckingham Palace, Green Park, Trafalgar Circus, take my word. Even at six o'clock this morning as I was cycling in, uh, there were police, barricades, army, you name it. London is going to get really, really crazy this bank holiday weekend. And Paul is away this morning, so we've got Ollie. Morning, Ollie. How are you? How was your morning, cycle ride? Yeah, a uh, bit damp, but all good, thanks. How are you doing? Yeah, I sort of missed the rain, but anyway, there we go. Uh, right, uh, I think we've got uh, probably only about two bits of news ready today, but the first one is Central Asia Metals. Uh, now, if Carlsberg did junior miners, it would be Central Asia Metals. I thought these were terrific figures, Ollie. Uh, dividend, lovely dividend increase, and it is obviously a high-yield stock. Um, but talk us through from the analyst point of view. Uh, yeah, well, I think the first thing to say is commodity prices were really strong in this um period so by having good production figures and uh good cost control they've really capitalized on that the the pullback in commodity prices only started right towards the end of june so the average for the period was um much higher year on year so that fed through to revenue of 114 million on a net basis which is up 13 percent year on year um EBITDA was $75 million, up 16% year on year. Um, net income, $53 million, up 72% year on year. And so with uh, CapEx weighted towards the second half, um, that's when most of the work on the, the cut and fill projects starting to happen. Um, free cash flow was, was strong. And so the dividend, as you say, 10p a share, um, up from 8p in the interim period last year um very strong um i think you know there's credit due there is obviously the general environment is is very uncertain and certainly around um previous periods around covid um dividend payments were were cautious um and so to have a strong dividend payment um, when you've had a really good period, I think that's a positive, positive step and show of confidence. Um, it also helps that the the debt's now been repaid on the Traxxas loan, uh, what just after the period end. So now some of that higher capex is being covered by the um, what were the the debt repayments, um, especially now that prices have, have come back a bit. So the second half will probably be a bit tougher than the, the first half with, with lower commodity prices. Um, but obviously, um, with the low cost base, it'll still be strongly profitable. Yeah, well, well done, Nick, Nigel, Gavin, Louise, all the rest of the board. You've done really well in my view. Um, now, also one of our favourites, because we just love pronouncing it, um, but they've had a bit of an update, and that is Guanajuato Silver. Um, you're the expert there, Paul. What, what are they updated us on? Uh, yeah, so uh, G Silver um, has provided well, it's sort of second update operationally from its uh, new newly acquired uh, assets close by in Guanajuato um, from 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 the vendors Great Panther who were operating, you know, on the other side of the the city. So this is from the Valenciana mine complex which is a 4.2 kilometer mine with various um smaller mines making up a larger 
larger complex and now that management has completed the acquisition and, and managed to sort of get underground and, and start to look at the, the data, um, this is the first set of numbers to show you know the potential that they think they can um, create from it rather than just um, carrying on. Um, so a bit of backstory, Great Panther ran out of tailings capacity and had to put the mine on care and maintenance in late 2021. Um, so up until that point in the year, they produced about a million ounces of silver equivalent. Um, so that was only down about 6% year on year through the whole year. So that gives you a, a pretty good idea of what the mine is is capable of. Um, but the average ore grades in 2021 were about 120 grams a tonne silver and 1.6 grams gold. So there are some production ready stopes that the company can get straight into um, and will probably be producing on, on that basis. But looking at the historical data, They've also identified some some higher grade areas that haven't yet been been mined. Um, and the grades from there, some of those highlights are you know, 1053 grams a tonne silver equivalent. That's made up of 658 grams a tonne silver and 4.94 grams a tonne gold over one and a half metres and 218 grams a tonne silver equivalent um, over 7.6 metres. There's another 334 grams a tonne silver equivalent over 12.65 metres and 616 over 8.77 metres. So these are, are thick mineralised intercepts with, with really good strong grades well above the, the previous um, <clears throat> averages. You know, obviously it is when you average down and blend it across a, a mine plan, they'll they'll come down a bit, but it's very encouraging as to what the the potential. Yeah, look, we do talk. Beyond. Yeah, we do talk about uh, Guanajuato silver or G silver, as you put it, Ollie, for those that want to shorten it without pronouncing it quite a lot. But it is a sort of mini Fresno, which is why, uh, and we think it's a really interesting company that is going to really expand significantly, uh, and that's why we talk about it quite a lot. It's a mini Fresno. Uh, people in, in London should understand this, but it's a great asset, isn't it? Yeah, and with their first acquisition, El Cubo, the, the fact that Great Panther ran out of tailings capacity, El Cubo and, and Valenciano are, you know, a couple of kilometres away. So what they can do by the end of this year is get Valenciano back into production um, and start processing through El Cubo and use their own tailings capacity there. Um, just to get things going again so then they'll have three producing assets in Guanajuato, El Cubo, um, Valenciana and San Ignacio and they'll also have the Topia mine up in Durango which came with the Great Panther acquisition so you know that ramp up in terms of of growth has steepened dramatically um, yeah very exciting yeah, we like the management, James Anderson, and uh, also he, he'll, he quite often comes to London. I think he may well be over in London in a couple of months' time. Uh, so if anybody's interested in uh, Guanajuato Silver, do obviously let us know and we'll try and get you to meet James. Uh, and who knows, Ollie, you and I maybe need to do a trip out there to see it. We talk about it so much, I think we deserve one. Uh, <laughs> uh, right, I think that's probably enough for today. Just two two really good stories. Um, we'll call it a day, and uh, I'll be back with Paul tomorrow. Thanks.
Thanks, Andrew.